Section 21 of the Watergate Report, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Colleen McMahon. Final Report of the Senate Select Committee on Presidential Campaign Activities, Volume 3. Chapter 8. The Hughes-Rebozo Investigation and Related Matters, Part 14. F. The Wakefield Trust Accounts Within the ten months following the 1968 election, Rebozo paid expenses of the president totaling $17,091.86 with cash or with checks charged to Rebozo's account. Within the three months following the 1972 campaign, Rebozo paid for $28,529.29 of expenses incurred on the president's behalf from funds concealed in trust accounts under the control of Rebozo's attorney, Thomas H. Wakefield. In mid-November of 1972, Jack Brown, an employee of the Key Biscayne Bank and Trust Company, who is regularly used as an agent by Rebozo, ordered from J. H. Claggett, Inc., a general contractor, the extension of the existing roof at 500 Bay Lane to cover the patio. At that time, Brown, acting on the instructions of Mr. Rebozo, represented himself to be an agent of the president. On November 17, 1972, an application for a building permit was filed with the Metropolitan Dade County Building and Zoning Board in the name of Charles G. Rebozo for 500 Bay Lane. Mr. Rebozo's name was subsequently crossed out, and the name of Richard M. Nixon was written above it. On November 24, 1972, $10,000 in $100 bills were deposited to the Thomas H. Wakefield Trust Account, number 05-791-19, at the First National Bank of Miami on behalf of Rebozo. This trust account had remained inactive from October 31, 1968, to November 24, 1972, with a balance of $76.24. On November 30, 1972, J. H. Claggett, Inc. submitted an invoice for $6,508.11 to Jack Brown at the Key Biscayne Bank and Trust Company as a bill for Rebozo Compound. On December 7, 1972, Thomas H. Wakefield, representing C. G. Rebozo, drew a check to J. H. Claggett, Inc. for $6,508.11 against the Thomas H. Wakefield Trust account in which $10,000 was deposited two weeks previously. There is no record of any reimbursement for this expense to Rebozo by President Nixon. Thomas H. Wakefield is a signator on the following accounts. Bank, First National Bank of Miami. Name of account, 1. Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster Trust Account. Account number 11-611-1. Date opened May 18, 1970. 2. Wakefield and Underwood Trust Account. 6-681-1. 3. Thomas H. Wakefield Trust Account. 05-791-9. Date opened June 24, 1947. Bank, Key Biscayne Bank and Trust Company. Name of account, 4, 
Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster Trust Account. Account number 1-673. 5. Thomas H. Wakefield Special Account. 2-691. Date opened April 15, 1969. 6. Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster Special Account. Account number 1-067. Testimony and documents received by the committee indicate that Mr. Rebozo, as a client of Wakefield, has had transactions related to at least five of these trust accounts. Thomas Wakefield refused to produce any records relating to transactions on behalf of Mr. Rebozo or of the President in his trust accounts on the grounds of attorney-client privilege. He also invoked this privilege in response to questions regarding these transactions during an executive session of the committee, although he did provide some information at interviews. Mr. Rebozo refused the committee's request that he waive the attorney-client privilege and allow Wakefield to explain these transactions. In order to obtain information regarding these transactions, it has been necessary to serve subpoenas directly on the banks involved. Although some records were provided for one account on a previous occasion, Rebozo, as president of the Key Biscayne Bank and Trust Company, failed to produce records for the remaining trust accounts when they were subpoenaed in October 1973 and again in June 1974. 1. Construction of swimming pool and accessories, $18,435.18. Rebozo signed a contract with the Catalina Pool Company of Miami, Florida, on November 14, 1972 for a 20-by-40-foot pool to be constructed at President Nixon's residence at 500 Bay Lane, Key Biscayne. A permit for the construction of this swimming pool was obtained by a representative of Catalina Pools, Inc. from the Metropolitan Dade County Board on November 15, 1972. The permit reflects the pool to hold 31,000 gallons and the cost is estimated to be $9,000. Construction on the pool began on November 17th and was completed on November 28, 1972. The documents received by the committee indicate that the bills for this work were to be sent to Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster, attorneys, Miami, Florida. The expenditures relating to this pool amounted in the aggregate to $18,435.18 as follows. Paid to Catalina, Inc., for construction, $10,100. Belcher Oil Company, for pool heater, $1,727.26. Climatrol Inc., for screening around swimming pool, $3,600. Paul's Carpets, pool carpet, $1,277.64. Brown Jordan, for pool furniture delivered to 478 Bay Lane, $1,730.28. Total, $18,435.18. The pool bills were paid from the following sources. Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster Trust Account. First National Bank of Miami, number 11-611-1. $14,990.18. Key Biscayne Bank number 1 1-673, $1,727.26. Cash from Rebozo, 
total eighteen thousand four hundred and thirty five dollars and eighteen cents the payments to catalina pools inc were made from the wakefield hewitt and webster trust account in the first national bank of miami as follows date november twentieth nineteen seventy two amount one thousand dollars november twenty second nineteen seventy two five thousand nine hundred and thirty five dollars november twenty third nineteen seventy two two thousand dollars december eighteenth nineteen seventy two one thousand one hundred and sixty five dollars total ten thousand one hundred dollars each check has a notation reflecting that the transaction is on behalf of c g rebozo wakefield also indicated that mr rebozo was his client in the case of each check ann harvey herbert kalmbach's secretary stated that in the summer or fall of nineteen seventy two she received an inquiry from mr rebozo asking for specification of the pool that had been constructed at the president's san clemente estate two pool heater documents obtained pursuant to a subpoena ducas tecum on the belcher oil company indicate that mr rebozo ordered a heater for the president's pool at five hundred bay lane on or about november fifteenth nineteen seventy two the heater was paid for on february twentieth nineteen seventy three by a check in the amount of $1,727.26, drawn on funds in the Wakefield Hewitt and Webster Trust account number 1-673, located at the Key Biscayne Bank. The check has a notation on it, invoice dated January 31, 1973, Rebozo, C.G. The committee has not been furnished with the details of this trust account number 1-673, since Mr. Rebozo, who was served with a subpoena in his capacity as president of the Key Biscayne Bank, has refused to comply with the subpoena Duques Tecum. The committee, however, received evidence that substantial amounts on behalf of Mr. Rebozo have been deposited in this account, including at least $3,500 in $100 bills. Wakefield indicated the Key Biscayne Trust involved significantly greater sums related to Mr. Rebozo than his trust account at the First National Bank. Wakefield estimated deposits through his Key Biscayne Bank trust account on behalf of Mr. Rebozo of approximately $200,000. 3. Screen Enclosure at Pool The evidence in possession of the committee reflects that on or about November 16, 1972, Mr. Charles G. Rebozo ordered from Climatrol Corp. a screen enclosure installed at 500 Bay Lane, Key Biscayne, Florida. Mr. Rebozo requested plans for the screens to be provided for the President's review at Camp David, Maryland. Payments to Climatrol Corp. were made as follows. Date, December 22, 1972. First National Bank of Miami. Account number 11-611-1. $1,500. December 22, 1972. First National Bank of Miami. Account number 05-791-9, $1,100. December 28, 1972, First National Bank of Miami. Account number 05-791-9, $1,000. It will be noted that the first check was drawn on the Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster Trust account, while the remaining checks were drawn on the Thomas H. Wakefield Trust account. Thus, Climatrol was paid $3,600 in three checks signed by Thomas H. Wakefield 
on two different trust accounts that he used to pay for work ordered by Rebozo. With respect to the payment of $1,500 on December 22, 1972, it is noted that Mr. Rebozo's funds in trust account 11-611-1 were overdrawn on December 18, 1972, in the amount of $100. On December 22, 1972, currency amounting to $1,600 was deposited, which cured the overdraft and provided the funds for the $1,500 check to Climatrol. The deposit of cash funds in the law firm trust accounts and subsequent issue of checks from said trust accounts concealed the fact that cash payments furnished by Mr. Rebozo were provided to pay for work on behalf of President Nixon. As indicated before, this method of payment was totally unnecessary since checks could have been written on the President's Key Biscayne accounts or debit memos drawn against these same accounts by the President's lawyers who had been assigned that role. 4. Pool Carpet The payment of $1,277.64 was made to Paul's Carpet, Inc. by check dated December 8, 1972, signed by Thomas H. Wakefield and drawn on his trust account in the First National Bank of Miami. This check was for work ordered by Mr. Rebozo on November 21, 1972, which was to provide for the installation of 182 yards of green grass 100% polypropylene for cementing at the pool at the President's home at 500 Bay Lane. Mr. Rebozo was billed at the Key Biscayne Bank for this expense. 5. Pool Furniture Documents received by the committee indicate that Mr. Rebozo, on January 26, 1973, ordered furniture for the pool area to be delivered to Mr. Robert H. Abplanalp, 478 Bay Lane, Key Biscayne, Florida. Interviews and testimony before the committee, however, indicate that while Mr. Abplanalp is the owner of the property at 478 Bay Lane, he immediately leased it after purchase to the U.S. government, and this property does not have a pool. In addition, Mr. Fabregas, an interior designer for the BBA architectural firm, and Mr. Steve Morrison, assistant sales manager for the Brown Jordan Company, who supplied the furniture at a cost of $1,730.28, stated to the committee that Mrs. Nixon insisted that the fabric of the furniture match exactly with the fabric of the presidential pool furniture, which had been purchased for the San Clemente property. The committee has ascertained that Rebozo paid the BBA architectural firm for expenditures made to Brown Jordan & Company, by making deposits directly to their account at the Key Biscayne Bank. The first deposit was made in the BBA account on February 1, 1973, in the amount of $1,519.50. The second payment was disclosed to the BBA firm in a letter dated February 20, 1973, from Mr. Rebozo's bookkeeper, who enclosed a deposit ticket from Mr. Rebozo to the firm's account for $210.78. The deposit tickets and letter reflect the initials CGR, and $210.78 was deposited in cash. The BBA firm did not have in their files the deposit ticket for the $1,519.50, and in an effort to determine if that deposit was also made in cash, a subpoena ducas tecum was served on Mr. Rebozo, but he has refused to comply with the subpoena. G. Summary of Wakefield Trust Account Payments 
a composite summary of the transactions relating to the construction of the pool and extension of the roof at 500 Bay Lane, as noted in the two trust account records received from the First National Bank of Miami, disclose the following. Total currency deposited. Amount $23,500. Payments to Catalina Pools, Inc., $10,100. J.B. Claggett, Inc., $6,508.11. Paul's Carpet, Inc., $1,277.64. Climatrol, $3,600. Belcher Oil Company, $356.25. Total, $21,842. Funds transferred to Wakefield Hewitt and Webster Trust Account Number 1-673 in Key Biscayne Bank, $2,255.52. Total disbursements, $24,097.52. Excess disbursed from firm trust account 11-611, $597.52. Funds in firm trust account number 05-791-9 from October 31, 1968 to October 31, 1972, $76.24. Balance of excess disbursements, $521.23. It is noted that the trust account number 05-791-19 in the name of Thomas H. Wakefield contains only transactions relating to Rebozo's activities. However, the trust account number 11-611-1 in the firm's name is utilized by the law firm for more clients than just Rebozo. The currency amounting to $23,500 was deposited on Rebozo's behalf to trust accounts as follows. Date, November 16, 1972. Amount, $10,000. Account number, 11-611-1. November 24, 1972. $10,000. 05-791-9. December 22, 1972. $1,600. Account number 11-611-1. January 25, 1973. $200. Account number 11-611-1. April 4, 1973. $1,700. Account number 05-791-9. Total, $23,500. Other currency deposited in the trust accounts, as revealed from the records furnished by the First National Bank of Miami and from interview of Thomas H. Wakefield, are as follows. Account. In First National Bank of Miami, Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster, trust account 11-611-1, July 27, 1972, $3,500. July 2, 1973, $2,150 for a total of $5,650 in that account. In Key Biscayne Bank, Wakefield, Hewitt, and Webster, trust account 1-673, date unknown, $3,500, total $9,150. Accordingly, at least $32,650 in currency has been deposited in three trust accounts on behalf of Rebozo. According to Thomas H. Wakefield, 
the currency deposited as indicated above consisted of one hundred dollar bills wakefield invoked attorney-client privilege as to the source of the funds and indicated that his client was rebozo however wakefield has stated that he never deposited currency on behalf of any client other than rebozo the currency received by mr rebozo from richard danner representative of howard hughes and at least half of that from a d davis consisted of one hundred dollar bills furthermore rebozo reported in his september nineteen seventy two financial statements a total of twelve thousand two hundred and thirty four dollars and seventy two cents cash on hand and in unrestricted bank accounts of which two thousand four hundred and fifty three dollars and seventy eight cents is the balance in rebozo's six bank accounts according therefore to rebozo's own figures currency on hand would be approximately $9,780.94. Mr. Rebozo's only known source of currency during this period was his bank salary for the months of September, October, and two weeks in November 1972. The cash he received from this source amounted to $3,844.80, and assuming he spent no part of it, the full amount is being included in this computation as being available to Rebozo. Rebozo did not, during this period, or at any time since January 1, 1969, draw a check to cash for his own use, nor is there any indication that he received currency from business transactions. Therefore, Rebozo had a maximum of $13,665.74 in currency on hand at the November 15, 1972 salary date, which was just prior to the deposit of $20,000 in currency in the Wakefield Trust accounts. According to Rebozo's testimony and financial records made available to the committee, Rebozo did not have sufficient funds available on November 16 and November 24, 1972, at which time he made two $10,000 cash deposits. These funds, amounting to $20,000, were subsequently used for the President's behalf. A summary of information available to the Committee pertaining to the above analysis follows. Cash on hand and in unrestricted bank accounts, per financial statement of C.G. Rebozo at September 1, 1972, $12,234.72. Balance in Rebozo bank accounts at September 1, 1972 account 1-34 in Key Biscayne Bank, $1,241.61, account 1-262 in Key Biscayne Bank, $70.97, account, account number 4-4179 in Key Biscayne Bank, $472.56, account number 1-0886 in Key Biscayne Bank, $7.08. Account 4 in Greater Miami Federal Savings and Loan, $461.56. Account number 5-28170 in Manufacturer's Hanover, $200. Total cash in banks, $2,453.78. Currency on hand, August 31, 1972. $9,780.94. Currency from salary payments, September 15, 1972, $776.96. September 30, 1972, $776.96.
October 15, 1972, $776.96. October 31, 1972,776.96. November 15, 1972, $776.96. Total currency, assuming none spent, $3,884.80. Cash available at November 15, 1972, $13,665.74. Deposit in Wakefield Hewitt and Webster Trust Account, First National Bank of Miami, account number 11-611-1, November 16, 1972, in currency, $10,000. Deposit in Thomas H. Wakefield Trust Account, First National Bank of Miami, in currency, account number 05-791-9. November 24, 1972, $10,000. Total currency payments, $20,000. Currency used in excess of currency from known sources, $6,334.26. An additional analysis using earlier records also shows a shortage of currency. Mr. Rebozo reported in his September 1971 financial statement a total of $47,520.49 cash on hand and in unrestricted bank accounts. His bank balance was in excess of this amount, and therefore no currency was reported by Rebozo as being on hand as of September 1, 1971. Rebozo's only known source of currency from September 1, 1971 through November 30, 1972, was his bank salary. During this period, Rebozo received $23,246.52 in currency for his bank account, but never issued any checks or debits from which currency was derived for his use. Assuming that Rebozo spent no part of his salary other than what he deposited, he had only $12,446.52 in currency from known sources other than campaign funds available to him during a period when he deposited $23,500 in the Wakefield Trust accounts on the President's behalf. Therefore, Rebozo must have had available to him at least $11,053.48 from some previously undisclosed source at a time when he had access to currency derived from campaign contributions. The information is summarized below. Cash on hand and in bank at September 1, 1971, per financial statement, $47,520.49. Currency, all of above is accounted for in banks, none. Currency received as salary from Key Biscayne Bank from September 1, 1971 to November 30, 1972, 23000 $246.52. Currency deposited during above period, $10,800. Currency available from known sources, $12,446.52. Currency payments for President Nixon's properties in Key Biscayne, $23,500. Currency used in excess of available currency from known sources, $11,053.48. These two analyses indicate that Rebozo had some previously undisclosed source of currency from which he drew funds on the President's behalf. 
according to his testimony and records the only such source of currency available to him were campaign contributions h rebozo's financial situation according to documents available to the committee a substantial percentage of rebozo's reported gross income went for the payment of interest on loans a study of mr rebozo's financial statements covering the period from september first nineteen sixty eight to september first nineteen seventy three reflects a constant borrowing of funds from various banks and individuals in Dade County and also outside of Florida. His principal assets include stock in the Key Biscayne Bank and Fishers Island, Inc. Rebozo's total interest payments on loans during the five-year period amounted to almost $500,000, while his reported gross income during this period averaged to only $24,000 a year above his itemized deductions. Therefore, a considerable portion of his reported gross earnings, averaging approximately 72%, went to the payments of interest on Rebozo's loans. 1. No record of pool costs in President's books. Although at least $18,435.19 was expended in connection with the swimming pool on the President's property at 500 Bay Lane, no record whatsoever appeared in the 1972 or the 1973 accounting books of the President, maintained by Arthur Bletch, the President's certified public accountant. However, when Bletch was reviewing the accounts in early 1974, in connection with the preparation of the President's 1973 income tax return, he found a check signed by Rosemary Woods, the first she had ever signed on the President's account. The check was dated August 18, 1973, and was of further interest because it was payable to Mr. Rebozo in the amount of $13,642.52. Bletch noted also that the check was typewritten and that two different typewriters had been used from the typing on the check. As he had no idea what this check could have been for, he posted the item to account number 999, Suspense. Thereafter, he inquired of Ann Harvey and Frank DeMarco, and learned the payment was for the construction of a swimming pool, which had occurred in December 1972, and the check to Rebozo for $13,642.52, dated August 18, 1973, was a reimbursement for payments he had made. It is of interest to note that at the time of issue of this check in August 1973, Rebozo had returned $100,000 to Hughes, was under active investigation by the Internal Revenue Service, and the Senate Select Committee was indicating interest in the Hughes contribution. 2. The Fireplace Other documents received by the committee indicate that Rebozo ordered the construction of a fireplace for the President's home at 516 Bay Lane and instructed the contractor, J. H. Claggett, Inc., that the billing should be sent to Thomas H. Wakefield. The records received from Claggett indicate that the bill of $3,586 was paid on March 26, 1973, but Claggett has been unable to provide the form of the payment. That is, whether it was cash deposited in his Key Biscayne bank account or whether it may have been a Wakefield Trust account check. This item was not paid from the President's bank accounts, nor was it paid from Rebozo's bank accounts furnished to the committee. The committee attempted to determine how payment was made by service of a subpoena on Mr. Charles G. Rebozo as president of the Key Biscayne Bank, but he has failed to comply with the subpoena. 3. The Pool Table The committee has also received documents and information 
that Mr. Rebozo paid $1,138.30 by personal check on March 19, 1970, to William Brandt's Billiard Supply Company for a pool table ordered by Mr. Rebozo at 490 Bay Lane. This pool table has a gold covering. However, Mr. James Perdue, who assisted in the work being done on the President's properties, stated there is a pool table in President Nixon's home at 516 Bay Lane, and his description of this cover was identical to the one ordered by Rebozo as described above. 4. Fuel Oil Payments In addition to the payments to Belcher Oil Company for the pool heater, three payments were made to them from the two trust accounts in the First National Bank of Miami as follows. Date, January 25, 1973. Amount, $138.50. April 24, 1973. $75.88. May 16, 1973. $141.87. These checks are in payment of fuel oil delivered to the President's home at 500 Bay Lane and believed to have been used in the pool heater mentioned above. More recent invoices, including the invoice of June 29, 1973, indicate billings to Key Biscayne Bank for work performed at the President's home on 500 Bay Lane. For example, a cashier's check signed by Vernon L. Tucker, an officer of the Key Biscayne Bank, in the amount of $38.16, was paid to the Belcher Oil Company. The space provided for the remitter was not filled in, and thereby does not disclose who furnished the funds for the purchase of the cashier's check. End of section 21. Recording by Colleen McMahon.